1460 KXNO's Thirsty Thursday continues now as we head north to Whiskey River and Ankeny for the Cyclone Fanatic radio show powered by Mechdyne. Now, here are your hosts, Jared Stansberry, Brent Bloom, and Chris Williams. Yo, it's time for another edition of the Mechdyne-powered Cyclone Fanatic radio show live on Des Moines Sports Station 1460 KXNO. I'm Jared Stansberry. Brent Bloom, I heard there's something going on tonight here at the district venue next door to Whiskey River in Ankeny. They're here for us. For us? Yeah. You and me? Yeah. I mean, how many people have already said hello? So it's clearly what it is. That's right? true. We've already had uh, people comment on the height difference between the two of us yeah, as well. Which, thankfully, you can't see that overrated. This is why when I'm doing broadcasts, I like to sit down. Because when I'm standing next to you, like we are right now, it's a little bit of a mismatch. It's like a one versus 16 seed, and I'm not doing BC. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. But I actually don't think that everybody's here for us tonight. Okay. At 7 o'clock, we'll be holding our annual Cyclone Fanatic recruiting party, and there's a rumor that there will be some special guests in attendance. Maybe a guy who just set a record for Big 12 wins in the regular season last year as the head coach of Iowa State football. I, it's just a rumor, though, I think. Sounds good to me. And we're at the venue. Where is that? That is Jared? right next door to Whiskey River okay. in Ankeny. Everybody, I mean, we do the show here every week. If you have ever listened, you know that we do the show at Whiskey River in Ankeny. You pull up in the Prairie Trail, beautiful Prairie Trail district here. Come on down. Look at, at Whiskey River. There's a sign on the door that says, you're in the wrong place. Go next door. The district venue. You'll see a whole bunch of Cyclone fans sitting in here. Uh, already got a pretty good crowd starting to file in. And hopefully our, our special guest will arrive around 7, maybe in between 7 and 7.30, I think. But, uh, yeah, so we can expect them a little bit later on. There is a bar in here, by the way. There is a bar so in here. We'll have a limited service. food menu. Yes. Uh, what else we got? we got? We're selling our Cyclone Fanatic T-shirts. We're blowing this thing out, man. This is, this is going to be the best party yet. Anybody who's ever been to one of these parties knows that they've always been great. And if this is going to be the best yet, I don't even—I don't know what we can do to beat and it. And it's—it's not just one special guest; multiples. Multiple special guests, yeah. maybe somewhere in the range of ten. There you go. There's right around ten on a football coaching staff anymore. I don't know if that's relatable. Right around ten. I—I I would assume that there will be more than ten. Right. But that is the—the the, the exact number of football coaches it. on a staff. <laughs> got it. And Everett Bloom is here, so. That just means that you can add another There's a celebrity. another name to the, the list of special guests Absolutely. at tonight's party. Uh, all right. Do you want to talk about basketball? Let's talk about basketball. Got I, back on board Monday. Yeah, got back on the board with a W on, on Monday. Cyclones with a, a win over Oklahoma at Hilton Coliseum. And I want to get your thoughts on this. And I know I wrote this in my preview. Mm-hmm. I said it in the preview show before the game on Monday. And I know that this sounds like an extreme oversimplification. But I feel like everything with this team comes down to whether or not they make shots. Yeah, and, I know, yeah. and I know that, like I said, yeah. I know that sounds like an oversimplification, but, but I think that there's some nuance to it. Because you see when these guys make their shots, they play with a higher intensity level on the defensive end. Right. They share the ball better. Their body language is better. I think that I realized that in the game against TCU on Saturday, and that was a game where they really didn't sh- hit shots that well. But you could just see some guys that maybe on nights normally it looks like they have better body language, even when they're not playing that well. Their their shots weren't going in, and they just they looked frustrated. They just looked like they didn't know what to do. 
And I think that I think that's what it all comes down to. When you see a guy like Mario Shayok out there shooting the ball well, it looks like his intensity ramps up a little bit on the defensive end, and then sure. you come out and you beat a team like Oklahoma by 14 points on your home floor. Yeah, I mean, some of those guys are going to be – like, I don't – I don't see a whole lot of up and down in Tyrese's game, no. Nick's game, but those swing guys for sure, like Wigginton, Shayok, Horton Tucker, they're a lot better. It, it goes without saying, but they are a lot better all around when they're making shots. And you know, I thought the I don't know if you read the piece by Brian, it was Brian Hamilton in the Athletic today about Steve Prome, but he had the stat in there, and it didn't dawn on me. You could look it up myself, but Iowa State is like 230th in the country and getting to the free throw line. Like they just don't, and so what does that mean? Well, you've got to make shots then. I mean, mm-hmm. In order for this Iowa State team to to really be good in March, it's they are a jump-shooting team, and it's not like Fred's team. They're shooting threes all the time, but this is, by and large, a jump-shooting team. Now, they will get to the basket. Horton Tucker was really good on Monday of getting to the rim. I'd like Lindell to do more of getting to the rim as well, but sometimes when he drives and attacks, he turns the ball over. So yeah. It's kind of a... A plus and minus thing there, but Iowa State is reliant on the jumper, in for good or bad, and you know when it's good, it's really good. And then I, I agree. I think then the defensive end changes, and it's that's what that's the thing for this team. That's why the ceiling is stu- still super high because they have a lot of jump shooters that can make shots. But it's also when they aren't going in, like TCU game, like the Baylor game, then sometimes you're in for a fight, and uh, you can come on the short end then. And I think, you know, we talked so much last week about you know, the leadership and the competitiveness and all this kind of stuff. I think that game Monday night is exactly what I needed to see from a guy like Mariel Shayok, where he did not play well on Saturday against TCU. I think he only took three shots yeah, in the first half, maybe five shots mm-hmm. total. It just He didn't look like he was all there. Yep. He comes out Monday night, you know, says after the game that he felt like he had an epiphany, that he realized how little time there was left for him in his college career. And it looked like a switch had flipped to an extent where he was much more in attack mode. He was doing more downhill. The intensity level had just really been ramped up for him. And if this team is going to reach the levels that I think everybody thinks they can, that is the Mariel Shayok that they yeah. need out there because he's the guy that I think everybody, you know, Nick Waller, Bab has played a lot of basketball for Iowa State, all this stuff. But there's only a couple guys on this team that have ever played in the NCAA tournament. Mariel Shayok has played by far probably the most games in the NCAA tournament out of all of them. Oh, yeah. They need that guy to be at his best every single night. And if he is, if that switch really has flipped, if he's really going to get back to the guy that we saw in the month of January, then I think that they can really make a deep run because that is exactly what I needed to see from, from him and the team and the leadership of the, this group. Yeah, they went hand-in-hand, hand, especially in that, you know, second half. I mean, Shaq was good all game, but then you saw some people then feed off that in the second half. And right. You know, Wigginton got going a little bit, and Talon got going a little, a little bit as well. He can do it. We, we've seen this out of Shayok, that he has the ability. And by the way, his numbers are still pretty good. I know he went through about a two-week stretch there. It wasn't, but he's still shooting almost 50%, still averaging mm-hmm. over 18 points per game. He'll still be in the Big 12 Player of the Year conversation. And he can make everything happen. He's He can shoot the three well enough. He's okay getting to the rim. He's okay in the mid-range. So he's one of those guys and that's what makes Iowa State still such a high ceiling is they still have three or four high-end guys that when they're on, they can get you 20-25. And I've always said in the NCAA tournament, I know everybody looks at, oh, what's your adjusted Ken Palm? Like the stat is no Final Four team since 2009 has been below 50 in defensive efficiency, which is true. But when I'm looking at teams that can advance in March, I need guys, I need teams with three or four guys mm-hmm. that can score. 
because when you get deep that deep, you're playing those good defenses week in and week out, they can shut down your one, two, your top two guys for sure, sometimes even your top three guys. Do I have enough balance that I can go somewhere else to get a basket? And Iowa State does, and that's what makes them dangerous come March. Shayok's one of those guys. Wigginton average, I mean, he's still putting up pretty prolific numbers per minute. And then, you know, Nick can make a shot or two, and then Talon has that explosive ability, and Lard's been much better inside. So you got to throw Jake. They've got options, which which is super encouraging comes, comes, come March time. But I agree. Your two X factors, I'll, I'll do the three the three X factors. I think Shayok's right there, but I think Wigginton and Horton Tucker are, are there as well. One of those three, a lot of times two of those three, need to be good for Iowa State to win. I felt so vindicated Monday night when – we saw Michael Jacobson step out and knock down a three-pointer. <laughs> Wasn't that awesome? It was so perfect. <laughs> I, well, I, of course, had the Twitter fired up and ready to oh, go. Oh, I know. I saw yeah, it right you away. You, right away. Come, you came right at Chris Williams I, right away. It had been a month. Yeah, yeah he's, it, what was that? That was two weeks ago, I think, that we did yeah. that show, and he really ripped into yeah, to Mike's all in on shooting, yeah. his three-point shooting. and. Uh, <laughs> And he comes out, and I think the next – what has he made now? Two of his last four? four yep. And it's just like out of nowhere, all of a sudden, his shot's starting to fall. In rhythm. And, and I was like, man, maybe me and Brent were right. <laughs> I don't know where this came from, but maybe but we he's, were. He's been really solid the last two weeks. Yeah. You know, and he's another guy that he'll give you He'll give you enough. And I think uh, I think Iowa State – I mean, they just the, – the strange thing is <laughs> – now, did we just get a text from C-Dub? We did. One, three, and eight games, which is not true. He has two now in the last, yeah. what, two games. Fake news Williams. Yeah, again. fake news Chris Williams. Why don't you go talk about pigs like you were in the Fanatic show, buddy? Um, no, I think this team still has, and they haven't changed a whole lot, even though they lost. He He's four for 20 in, eight, in league play. Chris, get out of here. Four for 21. He's still texting us. probably just focus on the road. Yeah. Uh, no, I think this... They haven't changed a whole lot seed-wise. You know, obviously the right. disappointment probably won't even get close to sharing now in the Big 12, but they were probably four four seed at highest this year, but mm-hmm. that, maybe they dropped to a five, but still in really good shape, and your four and five seeds really aren't that aren't that far apart relative to the NCAA tournament. So let's see what happens. March is, the NCAA tournament begins three weeks from today, so it'll be here before you know it. So I think that I... I don't know. Um, I lost my train of thought because I kept getting texts from Chris Williams. Interrupting uh, the show again. I don't. I I don't know what to make of this game now. Saturday against yeah. Texas. How about that collapse last night? Ooh. Yeah, I mean Texas is is just such a a weird team right now because the guy that they had that could kind of be their slump buster where you're up 19. Yeah. All of a sudden. It doesn't look like there's much of a trajectory for him to even come back to the team that, from everything that we've been hearing. Go- but he's on the bench. It's yeah. strange. Whatever he's got going on there, I, Mr. Roach. I have some ideas. Uh, I don't really want to speculate. Sure, we can sure, maybe we, talk about that off the air. Yeah, sure. But I, I, think we all have I have some ideas. guesses as to what it, what it could be that's that's keeping Kerwin Roach off of the floor right yep, now. Yep. But I, I just I don't see... That Texas team doesn't scare me near as much as they did without uh, without oh, him, completely. you know. And I, and I think that they're still going to be all right. And obviously, it's tough to win in Austin. Iowa State's only done it twice in 16 tries. But I I think that it I think Iowa State after that the way they played on Monday, I wouldn't be shocked if they went to Austin and won, went to Morgantown and won, and then you come home and Agreed. play a Texas Tech team that's playing obviously playing really well outside of 
I know they go to overtime last night with Oklahoma State, but they kicked the crap out of Kansas on Saturday. That yeah. team is playing really well. You might be able to play spoiler for them, you know, a, a, in a week from from Saturday. Yeah, another chance then. I mean, I almost want Tech to win here a couple games because if they get to the top ten, it looks even better for Iowa State from a you know a resume standpoint right. of getting another one. But I mean, again, Iowa State seed wise, you're looking at fours and fives, maybe a six at worst case. And if you go twelve and six, that's still. I mean, that's still one of the best records they've had in, For sure. in, in league For play, sure. isn't it? Yeah, two years ago they went 12-6. and six. Okay, that's uh, what I then thought. Obviously, then the Jamal teams were both better than that. But, yeah, in the 18-game schedule, I think they've been 12-6, and six, and that's been the best. They've done that twice, I believe. But, yeah, this, it, it, that's what, but it's also frustrating because you look and go, well, it looks like Kansas and K-State are both going to be right at 13-5. and five. Texas Tech will be there as well. And Iowa State could have been in that conversation, should be in that conversation. I will still say, I had this thought on Monday, who's really good in the Big 12? And I think Iowa State still has the best chance to make a run in March. I think it's them. I can't argue that. I think Tech, because they have that weird style and they've got some guys that have done that before last year. But I I just don't think they can score, though. I agree, and this is where I come back. In March, you need three or four guys. I don't think they have them. Yeah. I don't think K-State does either, though. Yep. Agreed. And they got, I mean, yeah, they made Elite Eight last year, but that was... That was helped by the fact that in the second round they got to play... UMBC. Play the first 16 seed to ever win. Right. Uh, You played, I think they played Miami or something like that. I mean, they didn't play... Yeah. Yeah. And then they lost to Loyola in the the Elite Eight. So, yeah, it's not like they played this, this stupid good... Uh, road to to get to the the elite eight, Mark, but Mark Charter's in the house. You know it's a big deal when Mark Charter's in the house. the the great Mark Charter, yes. the host of the podcast. That's right. Uh, yeah, I mean, but, I let it, me let me throw this at you. Okay, you, you've been on a it was a little different scenario, but you've been on a team that made a run the state tournament, right? Right. I think that the message before the game Monday was just go out there and have fun. Yeah, and it looked like Iowa State kind of went through the motions a little bit in the first half, but once they got loose and going. That looked like the Iowa State team that we haven't seen in a long time, where they seem to be actually enjoying playing the game. You wonder if sometimes that pressure of being in the race was a little bit of a weight on them, especially at home. Now that it's off, they can get back to just playing more of their flowing style and making some shots and enjoying themselves. You know what? I think that's actually a pretty fair point. And not to go back to my glory days, yeah. but this is, uh, this is just to put that in perspective, the way you said that, that, seat, that team that I was on that went to the state tournament my senior year of high school, we were in the race. We had a big game at home against the team that we were tied with for the lead in the conference. We okay. lost that game. We ended up losing three out of four down the stretch see, no to, to okay. end the season. All right. And I remember we lost that game, the, the regular season finale, at Lewis Central in Council Bluffs. We were a top ten team in the AP, and they rushed the floor on us. Anybody that doesn't <laughs> know, uh, Lewis Central is about five times as yeah, big as Clorinda, as Clorinda is. And Chris Williams comes in shaking his head right away. Uh, but it, after that game, it, it did. We our coach gave us a, a, a big speech, and everybody was really down. And it was it was it was just like let's get back to just playing our brand of basketball. There's no pressure anymore. It's a new season, and and it was. We played some of our best basketball we played, make the state tournament, and it ended up finishing third place. And I think that's kind of where they're at. It's like you're out of the race. You're not going to do this in the regular season. Yep. Loosen up. We're two weeks away from everybody being zero and zero. Correct. And I think that that might be where Iowa State's going to be at their best. It's like, what the, what's the pressure now? The only pressure is it's like, okay, if we lose, we're going home. 
Yeah. You know, and, yeah. and sometimes the pressure of, okay, if we lose, we're going home, especially for people like Mariel Shayok and Nick Waller-Babb, that can be exactly what you need. And I think that's where it, what it comes down to for him on Monday where he just said, I've got five chances left guaranteed. I've got to do something to take advantage of this to where I don't leave here with a bunch of regrets. And, and for guys that are new to it, like uh, Tyrese and, uh, you know, but especially Lindell and, you know, Horton Tucker as well, that's a big stage for those guys. And I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna play well. I mean, if you look at this group, the Hilton thing has been weird, but any other stage they've handled really well. Mm-hmm. Um, even in some national games, they've they've handled it really well. So, Allen Fieldhouse played really well. Didn't win the game, but they've been on some big stages and performed. So I think once they get to the Big Twelves, get in the NCAA's, it's not going to be this overbearing sense because let's say they're a four or five seed. Once you get past that first game, right? Then it's like let's just go, let's roll right. out and have fun. I think the pressure's somewhat off you at that point. And, and I like Iowa State's talent. Like I've said all along, I think Iowa State's got top fifteen, top ten talent in college basketball. And my feeling is that ultimately wins out in March. And I can't wait to get there. I I, I know there's a lot of opportunity before then. Iowa State's really largely made its bed. As far as seeding for the NCAA, now it's just kind of a matter of moving and shaking. It looks like they're probably going to be, there's a chance of a three seed in the Big 12. Most likely it's going to be a 4-5, and you're staring right yeah. down the barrel at Baylor, which is fine. Bring him on, man. Man, you but see Scott just, Drew after the game happens. last night? You see what no, he did? I did not. He I ran watched right, the end of it, and I was like, I'm out. He ran right over to the uh, to the scores table. He took the PA the PA mic, and he, he yelled to the all ten people that were in the Ferrell Center, <laughs> how about them Bears? Okay. He's like a fifth grade gym teacher. That's that's my coach. That guy, Scott Drew, is my coach. Okay, he thinks you you still have eligibility left. Hey, I, I don't know. I don't know if my clock's still ticking. It it might be. I might not have any eligibility left. But if I do, then I will be a Baylor Bear. I promise you that. Time <laughs> for a quick word from our friends at Carl Chevrolet. For 40 years, Carl Chevrolet has been built on one philosophy: to always take care of the customer. Being your dealer for life is more than just a slogan or catchphrase. It's the way they approach business each and every day. They have two great dealerships to better serve more of Iowa, their main location in Ankeny, and their newest location in Stewart, Iowa, just 25 minutes from West Des Moines. From sales to service and everything in between, you can trust they will take care of you and do things the car away. Doing things the car away is about integrity, trust, confidence, and satisfaction in earning your business for life. You owe it to yourself to see why they are Iowa's fastest-growing Chevrolet dealer group, Carl Chevrolet, I-35, exit 90 in Ankeny at The Rock, or Carl Chevrolet of Stewart, I-80, exit 93 in Stewart, Iowa, at The Rock. That uh, Ankeny Rock's not too far from the district venue here. It is not too far and from the district venue. there's still space. There's still space. There's a lot of space, yeah, man. Come we're, on down. We're going to fill this baby up. Our special guests, they'll be here. About an hour. A, a, a little bit. Yeah, about an hour-ish Ish. right in there. You've got plenty of time to get out here. Come hang out with us uh, right next door to Whiskey River in Ankeny. But when we come back here on the Cyclone Fanatic radio show, I want to talk to you about Big 12 Player of the Year race because I think that this is an interesting conversation. I love it. We'll do that when I'm we come back. I'm going to throw some shade on the Baylor women's program in this conversation as well. Are you? Oh, it, I think they deserve it. I And maybe their head coach deserves it as well. Yes, please. We will be right back. You're listening to the Cyclone Fanatic Radio Show, powered by Mechdyne on Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO. Hey, guys. It's Jared here with another message from Mechdyne. Are you interested in designing, developing, and integrating intuitive audiovisual user interfaces while working with a world-class team and elite clients all over the globe? Well, listen up. Mechdyne is currently looking for talented rock stars in our application engineering group. 
You can get your foot in the door at an awesome company with a super fun culture that I've seen firsthand with my own eyes. Even better, these guys are hardcore Cyclone fanatics. So go visit the career page at mechdyne.com. That's M-E-C-H-D-Y-N-E.com. Check them out today. Hey guys, it's Chris Williams here wanting to tell you about my friends at Nebraska Furniture Mart and Clive. Now, as you all have come to expect over the years, Nebraska Furniture Mart is known for their great prices, awesome leadership, impressive selection when it comes to you know appliances, electronics, flooring, window treatments, of course, countertops as well. Well, now they've taken it a step further, offering the whole home solution, and they've got a full line of custom cabinetry. Come out to their store in Clyde. Meet the design sales staff to get you that new updated kitchen that you've been looking for. The staff will help you through the entire project from flooring to the cabinets. Nebraska Furniture Mart and Clive, your kitchen and bath remodel headquarters. Hi, this is Dr. Thomas, board-certified orthopedic sports medicine physician. For over 25 years, I've taken care of ISU athletes and am an official team physician of Iowa State athletes. I'm a proud supporter of Cyclone Nation. As an orthopedic surgeon, I specialize in musculoskeletal care for athletes of all ages, from high school to collegiate athletes to adult weekend warriors. Trust McFarland Orthopedic Sports Medicine and my colleagues Dr. Buck and Dr. Warmy and I for extraordinary sports injury care and rehabilitation. Visit us on the web at McFarland Sports medicine.com go cyclones hello fanatics this is chris williams there are few financial commitments you will make in your life that are more important than where to get your mortgage from that's why i want to tell you about my friend jason larson at gershman mortgage in ankeny here's a real review from a client on facebook jason was amazing to work with he kept in contact with us where we were at throughout the whole process when we went to sign he had coffee and donuts for us that morning He was super kind and helpful, and we said we would refer him to anyone looking to buy a home. Now, that's just one review. Jason Larson, Gershman Mortgage, and Ankeny is an equal housing lender. Their NMLS number is 138063. Give them a call at 515-554-6177. Please tell him that Chris Williams and Cyclone Fanatic sent you. For 40 years, Carl Chevrolet has been built on one philosophy, to always take care of the customer. Being your dealer for life is more than just a slogan or a catchphrase. It's the way we approach business each and every day. We have two great dealerships to better serve more of Iowa. Our main location is in Ankeny, and our newest location is in Stewart, Iowa, just 25 minutes from West Des Moines. From sales to service and everything in between, you can trust we will take care of you and do things the Carl way. It's about integrity, trust, confidence, and satisfaction in earning your business for life. You owe it to yourself to see why we're Iowa's fastest growing Chevrolet dealer group. Carl Chevrolet, I-35, exit 90, in Ankeny, at The Rock, or Carl Chevrolet of Stewart, I-80, exit 93, in Stewart, Iowa, at The Rock. Your dealer for life, Carl Chevrolet. Ever since the first footballs were made of pigskin, there's been a connection between football and pork. Today, that connection thrives in parking lots, where you'll find everything from spicy spare ribs to bacon-wrapped pork tenderloin being served at tailgating parties. Once again, without pork, football just wouldn't be football. This message is brought to you by the Iowa Pork Producers through the Pork Checkoff, who make tailgating more delicious. Learn more at iowapork.org.
This is Iowa Diamond President Chuck Kuba. After 20 years of serving engagement and wedding couples, I can't help but reflect back on the thousands of wonderful folks we've helped and ask myself, how can we be so lucky? Is it our incredible ring selection or the quiet private atmosphere? Then came the epiphany. Out of all the people in the world, we make you feel like you are the most important people in the world. Because at that moment, to all of us at Iowa Diamond, you are. Visit us at iowadiamond.com or in person anytime. You'll see what I mean. Cross my heart, hope to die to my lover. I'd never lie. Be true. I swear Welcome back to the Mechdyne Powered Cyclone Fanatic Radio Show. Jared Stansbury and, Bre- and Brent Bloom here at the district venue in Ankeny, right next door to Whiskey River. Come on out for the Cyclone Fanatic recruiting party. Chris, Chris, what, what year is this of this, the recruiting party? No, I remember the first one. He's not listening. The you f- remember the, the first one? Yeah, because I was there, and there were like, there, there were like 20. Yeah, what year is this? You, 15, okay. Do you want to throw that? Do you want to reminisce? Because we're getting old now, C-Dub. Do you remember that first one was at the old, I think, the, the three bag. three bag? We, uh, it was 2004. And it was five. Four or five? Four. Four? Because it was Chris Ash and Chris, Tony Alford. Chris Ash and Tony Alford. And there were like ten of us. I, I always say we, 14. We handed out magazines to people like, who, like, we don't even know. I think there were people that are in the room that were like, we don't even know and I, I'm who like, these people to are. Ash, I'm like, I swear this will catch gonna on. Work. Yeah. I, I swear. I gotta get Steve Dace was the one who had the idea. He had yeah, the idea. Oh no, yeah, because Dace the, was part of the group. Yeah, I remember going thinking, yeah. Dace like is... had the idea, and like we're like, okay, now we need to implement this yeah. thing because he was off doing his other stuff, right? And and then um, and they, and I'll never forget it. It was after signing day one year, and I think it was Shane Burnham. Okay, I've got a story when you're done. It was him. Some one of the Rhodes guys. Yeah. Invited me to um, the West Town Pub because they have a back room where they would go after signing day, and this coach is just chill. Yep. Because it's a stressful day, and this is back when signing day was. So this is not the party. This is just signing. Correct. Day. Right. And Paul was there, and basically was like, "We should get the whole staff down there," you know, in true Paul Rhodes fashion, and. And then it kind of that. Do you remember the first Rhodes year? Yes. When Herman. Yes. Like it. It was like a rock star. It. We we we're back in the keg stand, and there's this back room, room, which I didn't even know was there. That, no, it's just like a. Yeah. It's like a. I don't know how to describe it. It's like a dungeon. Yeah. There's no yeah, windows, there's... nothing. And we created that stage, and Paul Rhodes walked in, like a rock star. <laughs> The place this was chanting. Coming off like yeah, and it, eleven, maybe. Yeah, the pl- yeah, the place is chanting. Everybody's hammered. Yep. And this was a bar, so there were no children. There were no yeah. elderly people. Yeah. This was all dudes in their twenties, basically. And it now the party has evolved hand. over the yeah, years. Yeah, that one got a little out of hand. But that night, I I, I do remember that night getting completely out of control. <laughs> and then the bro- next year, we had to like for roads. He had to have like a, basically like a bodyguard. Yeah. Get him out of there. Yeah. Because yeah, Rhodes, it was perfect for him. Oh man, he, he was mucks it people. up in that crowd. Yeah. He loved it. This is a little more. This is a little more class, uh, classy. Yeah. This is um, 2019. Team we have fanatic. babies. Yeah. There's. Yeah. <laughs> we're not, a little different we're not deal. Just uh, on our own anymore. But no, I remember Mangino 
was just named the offensive coordinator in December, and we had that party in February. Jeez. And he walks in. He was, or I should say he rolls in. and There's never been a worse performance at a recruiting party oh than Mark Mangino. Everyone goes nuts for him. He's like, all right, y'all quit bothering me. Yeah, that was something else. I got to go and uh, help, right, yeah. help B-Laz get a plan. cold drink. Party plan. Um, but uh, thanks for reminiscing. Yeah. That was fun. I mean, the evolution of the – we should have had, like, different – you know how, like, concerts have posters for every year? We should have done, done different, different years of the recruiting. Although I did go through and look at all the, like, Facebook photos we've added from these over the years, and it's funny to watch everybody change. Age. A.K.A. me. me. <laughs> all right, here's Jared. So the, the party – Jared, you've been now, what, five of these probably? Uh, man, I remember the first one that I wanted to go to, I couldn't go to. I wasn't old, old enough. enough. Yeah, that's... Yeah. I, I remember texting Chris and saying, hey, I think I'm going to come to the party tonight. And he's he's like, yeah, sounds good. And then a couple hours later, he's like, hey, I was thinking about it. I don't think you can come because you're not old enough. <laughs> it's uh, it's grown up a little bit over time. But those the old, old days at the cake stand, and it's kind of like no rules. But... Yeah, it's always good. But the neat part is now with you know this popular selfies and Instagram and every Snapchat, mm-hmm. take some photos with the, with, the guys with and, the gram and the yeah, and the, 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 the chat snappers, snaps, yeah, snappers, yeah. So should be fun. But back to the Big Twelve. Back basketball. to the Big Twelve. We will have a basketball recruiting party in October. Yes, we will have that party. Yeah. We got to follow through on our tease yes. from the first segment. I want to know who you think. Is the Big 12 Player of the Year in men's oh, basketball? I can't decide. So there's it's a four person four person race. Yeah, I think there's clear four a clear four four a four uh, a four. person. Yeah, and I think that those four also are four of the guys who make up the top the, the give you, all Big 12 team. I'll give you who I think's going to win mm-hmm. and who I would vote to win. Okay. So the four are Lawson at Kansas. Yep. Brown at K-State. Yep. Shayok at Iowa State. Yep. Culver at Tech. Correct. Who's going to win is Lawson because he's on Kansas, and he leads the league in both points and rebounds. I mean, he's had a really nice year. Yeah. 19 and 10. And he went into the season. I know that Dean Wade was the preseason player of the year, but everybody knew. knew De- yeah. there, there were people who thought Dedrick Lawson was yeah. the national player of the year going into the season. And he's been – I think he's lived up to most expectations. Yeah. Kansas hasn't been as good, so that's why – Right. You would have a little second guess, and there's been a couple games, the one in Ames where he disappeared. He was Correct. really good against Iowa State and Lawrence. And I, I honestly I didn't watch much on Monday, but assume he probably played okay against K-State. Um, but I think I think I would vote for, honestly, I think I'm going to go for Culver. I think I'd what? vote for Jarrett Culver. Third in the league in scoring. Oh, and he has, in my opinion. Not the way I was thinking you were going to go. In my opinion, I think he has elevated Texas Tech more than anybody else has elevated their respective team. I think Brown's right there. Man. But Culver's averaging 18, and I think he's 18-6, and six and he's Tex right there for the race. I'll, I'll go Jarrett Culver. I feel like you just dropped a stone-cold no stunner no on my on my team Bruce Weber leading. Nobody's going to pick Jarrett Culver. I think I'd pick Jarrett. I don't get a vote. I should get a vote, but I'd go I'll Why don't we Culver. get votes? Who does vote for that? I don't know. Probably Randy and Tommy. I know Chris has a vote for something. He votes for the preseason poll, I think. Who do we talk to about this? I feel, we don't get enough respect, no. man. I want to know what I have to do to get an AP vote, too, because I, I want to make content out of my AP vote. <laughs> that's just that's be an easy, what you want. That's just an Here's, easy Monday call. If I can just put in my day. AP vote every yeah. week. Yeah. Uh, I'd vote for Barry Brown. 
Yeah, I was saying this two weeks ago. I was saying this two weeks ago. They only score like 55 mm. points a game. It's true. Like how many That's points true. can he average when he's got I mean, okay, let me let's 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 look at this. They start out 0 and 2. They win the game at West Virginia. Yeah. Who won them that game? Barry Brown did. Dean Wade's been up and down all this entire yeah. season and been hurt. Even when he's played, he hasn't looked right. Barry Brown has carried that team. They're going to win the Big 12. And it's and Barry Brown is the biggest reason why. Mm. That's it's that guy. That he yeah, is the defense. It, man, Barry, if they Col- they won't score if Barry Brown doesn't score. Culver's, can you name three other tech players and you even follow the league? I mean, that's my point. Like Culver's uh, uh, done Matt what- Mooney, uh uh, uh Odiase. Yep. What's uh what's his I don't remember his first name. I, I, it doesn't uh, matter. And uh ch- 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 Thank you. <laughs> Jared Culver. And Jared Culver. No, but that I think it's four person race. So who's your fifth? Who's your fifth for the first team? Because those four are making it. Lock See, and, and that's that's where I think the <sighs> I Baylor maybe Mason? Yeah. I don't know. He's been hurt know. a bunch yeah, too. I don't, yeah, I don't, probably maybe not. Uh, Christian James? No, he's been way inconsistent. Man, I don't know. Hort Tucker? I mean, Hort yeah, I, at least. I guess maybe. No, Lindell doesn't even start. No, so it can't be Lindell. Uh, Lindell could be the sixth man of the year. I think could be Alex Robinson. Yeah, I think that's probably is who it's got to be. Because uh, I mean, Alex Robinson, like that's almost can be like that. a career achievement award, you know. But that's a bunch of guards, but whatever. They don't really break down guards. And no, this isn't this isn't uh, the all NBA so, teams. So Cyclone Fanatics going with C Dub's making announcements. Robinson, Shayok, Culver, Brown, and Lawson. I think that's the five. I think that's the five. Man, and the crazy thing is, how many of those guys do you think you would have put on your team preseason? Alex Robinson, I definitely wouldn't have. No. Shayok, I probably wouldn't have. I would have said he maybe was the second time. Yeah, those are probably the only two guys that I think you could have genuinely anticipated. Kansas guys have been such a disappointment. Right. Especially Grimes. Well, like for Kansas, who who else even makes the second team? Dotson. Okay, yeah, yeah. And then maybe our our good buddy Ogbaji. And see, and that's another conversation. I think, who's your freshman of the year in the league? It's got to be Horton Tucker. You think so? I think so. I think... I know what you mean, but Ogbaji changed that season for Kansas, dude. He, he is going to win one. If, if Lawson doesn't win player of the year, Ogbaji will be the freshman of the year. I guarantee it. Okay. Guarantee I hope you're it. wrong Horton Tucker deserves it. I think so, too. But I'm, telling, I'm just telling you, they will figure out a way to get Kansas an award. And then coach of the year, Bruce? No, it's got to be Scott Drew. It has Scott to be Drew? Scott Drew. Oh, they were picked ninth. I know. Picked ninth in the league, and, and they've been in the race That's, the entire hey, season. I think Beard deserves some credit. I, I think that all three of those guys yep. do. I yep. mean, I, but I, I, do you think it's not Scott Drew? No, you're probably right. I just they picked ninth. I try and ignore him. They were, they, I thought they were going to be horrible. should have lost it. I mean, like, that's typical Baylor last night. Yeah. Nine, down 19. Nowhere to go. Nobody's there. Everybody left because there's nobody there to begin with. Right. Well, that's what I'm saying. There's only Come 10 back. people left for him to get yeah, on the PA time. announcement. He <laughs> probably could have just yelled and yeah. everyone would have heard like, him. Hey, friends. That guy. I, that's that's got to be who it is, though. Yeah, you're probably right. I mean, Bruce Weber, he's got a case. If they win the league, you have to give he has to get some votes. Yeah. But you have to remember too that they were picked second, so it's not like it's that shocking that if they were to win. Chris Beard, did he he won last year, didn't he? I think so. And you know I'm as big a Chris no, Beard guy as 
There's only two coaches that have really shown me a lot of love. One of them, Scott Drew. He's well, my vote. Chris Beard invited me to Lubbock. If so. you're Chris Beard, right? You're at Texas Tech. Will you try and move up? Like, why you, would you? UCLA calls. Why would you? He's a, he's a Texas Tech lifer, dude. Okay. He was an assistant with it's, Bobby Knight. I, I just know it's hard to win there consistently. I mean, he's figured out how to get recruits there. The, the folks in Lubbock are probably having the same conversation about Matt Campbell. That's true. He may or may not be here in about a half hour. <laughs> um, but that's, yeah, that's life. So let me flip sports, or not okay. sports, but sides of the sport. So if you haven't been following, there's a little social media, a little brouhaha developing between Iowa State women's basketball and Baylor women's basketball over the player of the year conversation. Anyone who doesn't know is that Bill Finley will, uh, he will, get out and stump for his players as much as any coach in the league to, to win awards. Yeah, but he's right. He is right. It's, he is absolutely right. So so this all started on Saturday. I think it was Hayes of the Tribune. Yeah, Hayes Gardner. Yep. Asked Kim Mulkey after I, after Baylor beat Iowa State, they beat him by 13, fair and square, who should be or who do you think is the player of the year? And she acted like she was Taken aback. morally offended at yeah. this question. Like, well, how could anybody, anybody but Kalani Brown? Kalani Brown, six foot seven, as if that is a qualification for player of the year. Correct. Which bothered me. And she was the player of the year last year. So she's clearly got to be the player of the year this year. And she scored 2,000 points in her career and 1,000 rebounds. Mind you, they have played probably 35 more games in Kalani Brown's career than Bridget Carlton's. But let me throw some, some stat at you, Jared. Bridget Carlton is the, is the number one leading scorer in conference games in the Big 12 and in all games. She is in the top five in rebounding assists, steals. Assist to turnover ratio, three pointers made, three field goal, three point field goal percentage, free throw percentage, all those categories. How could she not win it? She's first in scoring, she's fourth in assists, she's fifth in rebounding in the league. Like if she doesn't win and they gave it to Kalani Brown just because Kalani Brown is six foot seven and on Baylor, then I have a huge issue with that. And you now, should go on strike. Well, Baylor's go, tweeting all about this. They, they threw up, oh, here's Kalani Brown stats. And then Iowa State threw out a stat today, like the same billboard, almost like identical to what Baylor did. So no, how about these stats? It's, I mean, it's hilarious to me that Baylor will stump this hard for Kalani Brown when there's one clear answer. Carlton better win it. Or else I can't imagine going to be extra. I was going to say I can't even imagine motivated down in Oklahoma City next week. I cannot imagine the way Bill Finley will react if they, if she doesn't win. <laughs> She, you, you, you agree with me? Yeah. Okay. She just scored 27 on on Tuesday or whatever night that was in in, in the, the second, second half. half. Kalani Brown is averaging 16 and 8, which are not our fine numbers. Yeah. Bridget Carlton's averaging 24, 8 and 4. Like, come on now. And Let I me feel ask like you, Iowa here. State's that far behind. They're in second place in the league. Let me ask. I got another question for you. Is Bridget Carlton the best player in the history of Iowa State women's basketball? Yes. You think so? Yes. Would she, she has not won yeah. as much as an Angie Welly, a Megan Taylor, a Stacy Freeze, really either, although Stacy was only here for two years. However, what she has done as a well rounded player, she is the best player to ever play for Iowa State. I think Allison Lacey's there too. So let me do my Mount Rushmore for because you're 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 asking me and I'm entertained by this. Here's my my Mount Rushmore of Iowa State women's basketball players, right? Just players, yeah. Because obviously, Bill Finley yeah, yeah, yeah. has to be on there. Carlton, Lacey, Taylor, Welly. Okay, okay, those are your four. But I think of those four, Carlton's gonna get to 2,000 points on Saturday. 
I mean, she's and, and if Iowa State could somehow make it to the Sweet 16 or beyond, then it's not even close. But yeah, I, she should have her jersey retired or her number, whatever. They, oh, she absolutely she will. will. She, will. But she I, absolutely will. I think she should be in the Player of the Year conversation nationally. I'm a fan. I can't argue yeah, with anything that and, you just said. And she's a good person. And, and she's a great person. Yeah. yeah. She's really good person. Not that Kalani Brown isn't. No, I, I don't, we don't we don't know Kalani Brown. Do you know who Kalani Brown's dad is? No. PJ Brown. Remember PJ Brown? No. Wow, you are young. He was the old uh, twelve year NBA veteran for the Hornets and the Pelic or the No, it would have been the New Orleans Hornets. Several different teams for PJ <laughs> Miami Heat. Miami Heat for a while. Where did he play college ball? Oh, I think he was down in where was PJ? I think well, I want to say Mississippi State. Okay. I want to say Mississippi State, Jared. There we go. All right. What do you What do you want to talk about when we come back? What else we got to cover? PJ Brown. We'll talk more about PJ Brown. Probably not, <laughs> but maybe when we come back on the Mechtime Powered Cyclone Fanatic Radio Louisiana Show. Louisiana Tech. Louisiana Tech. I was oh, close. I knew on it was the Des Moines South. Sports Station, fourteen sixty KX. No. When it comes time for my friends and I to college football on a Saturday night, there is no better choice than Whiskey River in Ankeny. Whiskey River is the home of the Cyclone Fanatic Radio Show again for the 2018 season and is the perfect spot for your get-together of all ages. Whiskey River's great food, satisfying drinks, friendly staff, and wall-to-wall TVs make deciding where to go a no-brainer for any situation. And don't forget, you can always join the Cyclone Fanatic staff on Thursday nights from 6 to 7 at Whiskey River in Ankeny. Hey guys, it's Chris Williams here with a message from my friends at Centurion Stone of Iowa. Great guys. I love going in there, talking with Judd, talking with Joe, and looking at the beautiful 30,000 square feet of inventory in their warehouse. It's right there in the corner of Ankeny. The showroom has so many displays. They offer installation, delivery. They do interior work, exterior work, and their manufactured stone is cost effective. Do a makeover to your home and use a great Cyclone Fanatic supporter and two awesome friends of mine at Centurion Stone of Iowa. I promise you'll be treated with a first-class experience and you'll want to go back again and again. Hi, Cyclone fans. This is Dr. Brian Warmey, board-certified and sports fellowship-trained orthopedic sports medicine physician and surgeon at McFarland Clinic in Ames. As an official team physician for the Iowa State Cyclones, I really enjoy the opportunity to work with athletes here in my hometown. My colleagues, Dr. Buck, Dr. Greenwald, and I provide specialized orthopedic care to patients of all levels, including sports injury evaluation and treatment, arthroscopy, surgery, stem cells, and PRP treatment. Don't let your injury keep you out of your game. Learn more at McFarlandSportsMedicine.com. Go Cyclones. There needs to be more football games this season. And here's the reason why. There are simply too many pork recipes that I want to try at tailgating parties. Bacon-wrapped pork tenderloin, double rump baby back ribs, pulled pork sliders, to mention just a few. You'll find more than 2,000 crowd-pleasing recipes at PorkBeInspired.com. This message brought to you by the Iowa Pork Producers through the Pork Checkoff, who make tailgating delicious. Learn more at iowapork.org. This is Iowa Diamond President Chuck Kuba. After years of serving engagement and wedding couples, I can't help but reflect back on the thousands of wonderful folks we've helped and ask myself, how can we be so lucky? Is it our incredible ring selection or the quiet private atmosphere? Then came the epiphany. Out of all the people in the world, we make you feel like you are the most important people in the world. Because at that moment, to all of us at Iowa Diamond, you are. Visit us at iowadiamond.com or in person anytime. You'll see what I mean. 
Hello, Fanatics. This is Chris Williams. There are few financial commitments you will make in your life that are more important than where to get your mortgage from. That's why I want to tell you about my friend Jason Larson at Gershman Mortgage in Ankeny. Here's a real review from a client on Facebook. Jason was amazing to work with. He kept in contact with us where we were at throughout the whole process. When we went to sign, he had coffee and donuts for us that morning. He was super kind and helpful, and we said we would refer him to anyone looking to buy a home. Now, that's just one review. Jason Larson, Gershman Mortgage, and Ankeny is an equal housing lender. Their NMLS number is 138063. Give them a call at 515-554-6177. Please tell him that Chris Williams and Cyclone Fanatics sent you. Cyclone Fanatics, the job world is a competitive place, and at all times you need to dress for success. This is exactly why you should stop into Mr. B Clothing down at 1995 Northwest 86th Street in Clive and see my buddy Tim Sitzman. Now, Mr. B Clothing is a longtime supporter of CycloneFanatic.com, but is also unmatched when it comes to the men's clothing game in Des Moines. The Mr. B staff is friendly, fun, they're very knowledgeable, and trust me, these guys will get you looking good for that next job interview, wedding, or just your everyday wardrobe. When you stop into Mr. B Clothing, be sure to tell them thank you for supporting CycloneFanatic.com. Welcome back to the Cyclone Fanatic radio show powered by Mechdyne. What is this song? What is this song, Easy? This is Liddy. Wait, Big Milk. I'm on my way to a oh. Man, we need Chris Williams on here. He'd, he'd be happy to know that we Love played some Meek Mill. The special guests have began to trickle in. Well, I guess one of them is here at the Cyclone Fnac tailgate oh, yeah. party yep. at the district venue. You've got plenty of time to still get on out here. The entire crew is here. Rob Gray is here. Dan Holm, Ankeny Fanatics. Dan wow. Holm is here. Wow. Chris Williams, of course. Mike Williams, anybody that knows... Uh, the great Mike Williams knows that this is a. If he's here, this then this is, is like this is an event. A third of the population of Clorinda here. Hey, look at me. <laughs> I will not accept Clorinda slander on this podcast, <laughs> on this radio show. <laughs> I will not take it. I won't stand for it. Guessing, roughly. You've been to Clarinda. Don't I'm act joking. like you haven't. We have you a McDonald's, bro. And a Runza. Is the Runza closed? No, we still got a Runza. We still got the Runza. Still got so a Runza. We got Subway. Got Pizza guess, Hut. Guess who doesn't have a Runza? Des Moines. Ankeny, yeah. yeah. Hey, man. They're, they want to talk about Ankeny being this growing city? Pick your battles. Get with us. Get a Runza. <laughs> All right. All the Des Moines people are like, what? what is a Runza? <laughs> I think there's only two in and the who, entire state of who, Iowa. Who puts a restaurant with runs in it? Places in Nebraska. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. All right. Iowa State on the road at Texas on Saturday. Cyclones all-time, 2-14 and 14 in Austin. Okay. We think that we got to the no, bottom of the two. We did. The one is, okay, the first one is 2005? Yeah, it broke the Iowa State. So from 2000, here's a stat for you, stat of the day. From 2001 to 2005, Iowa State did not win a conference road game. What? Think about that. Four years. And they broke it at Texas. That was the, for you long-timers, the Tashid Carr stomp on the Longhorn game. I was going to say, I thought overtime. that's what it was. Yeah, so also Jared Holman carried around with him a bottle of champagne. And broke it open after that game in the locker room. True story. And it was just warm? I don't know the details, but he'd been carrying around with him for at least two years because he hadn't won a conference road game. 
What a legend. What a le- we is. need Jared Homan on a oh, Cyclone Fanatic podcast. I want to hear that story because it is absolutely true from four different sources. The other one was 1415, or the that was the Kane Edgem senior mm, year. No, it wasn't. Yeah. That was 13. 13 14. Was it? Okay. 14 15 was uh, the Bryce oh, DeJean yeah, Jones team. Yeah, it was team. the Bryce team. Sorry. Yeah. My bad. 14 yeah. 15. I was going to say, we talked about 13-14 team last year, or last knee, week. I got Yang's confused. All right, those, so I got, the only two. I got a question for you surrounding this game in Austin. Will Matthew McConaughey be on the sidelines as the honorary assistant coach for the Texas Longhorns? They need him. They do need they him. they got to get to the tournament. They need the ambassador of goodwill or whatever they call them. I, okay, so when they, that first game when he was down there, it popped in my mind that I need, I need a Blue Chips remake <laughs> With Matthew McConaughey Pete Bell? as Pete Bell oh, I like it. as the head coach. And I just need him in his burnt orange suit. Just the picture of him, like, pushed back with his, his jacket. Here we go. Let's cast this movie. McConaughey is the coach. Yep. I mean, you got to have Zion as one of the guys, Correct. Right? Yeah, he plays the Shaquille O'Neal role. Probably the Shaquille O'Neal role. Yeah. And then you need – but you need – John Morant is the, uh, is the point guard. Not, not maybe, But Penny was that role, and Penny was kind of a big deal then. John Moran's a pretty big deal, I though. I know. I think you got to go Zion, but I think you got to go like uh, you got to go. It's, you go NBA. I think you go Donovan Mitchell. Okay. Somebody with little yeah. cachet with some acting ability. I think Donovan would be good in that role. Have you seen the movie uh, High Flying Bird? I think no. that's what's called on Netflix. No, you should check that one and out. Then who was he, the, Donovan Mitchell's actually in that. And Ricky Rowe was the the white guy. Yeah. You get. Man, oh, yeah. who that's do you tough. get? That's tough. Grayson Allen. Grayson Allen for that, yeah. There we go. Blue Chips 2. And who plays the journalist? Who plays the Ed O'Neill role? Well, that's, tough. that's a tough one. I can't be Blue Chips 2. It's just Blue Who's Chips. Heart? Yeah. I mean, just throw, like, uh, Michael Keaton in there. Okay. I mean, he, he was a journalist in that one movie and that won an Academy Award. Yeah, Spotlight. Yeah. So throw him in there. Great movie. Have yeah, you seen that one? Probably. Mark Ruffalo? Yeah, it was a really good movie. Enjoyed it. There you go. You're welcome, Paramount Pictures. <laughs> There's the remake no, of Blue but Chips. McConaughey has to be there. Oh, Saturday. absolutely. McConaughey is, you know, maybe we don't even need anybody else. Like, we don't need <laughs> any other big names. We just McConaughey. need McConaughey. Get McConaughey as the coach of LeBron's team in Space Jam 2. Three legends potentially in the house Saturday. McConaughey, Eric Heft, who's like, Iowa State's McConaughey, and Chris Williams will also be there. He think will be there, the won't he? Think Man, about I didn't think power. about that. Man. I need, if if Chris is going to be in the same building as McConaughey, I feel like he needs to figure out a way to talk to him just because of the fact that I feel yes. like that's probably like one of five actors that Chris knows. Completely. Maybe one of three. Yeah. Five so might like even him, be a stretch. Him, Sandler. And Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell. That's oh, it. and he knows Vince Vaughn, too, because, okay, he's, because he's watched old four. school. One of four. One of four that Williams knows. What do you think, though, game itself? Texas, clearly, if they're up by Baylor by 20, they still got some guys. I mean. Jackson Hayes is still a good Hayes player. Hayes is really good. Coleman's really good. Uh, who was, uh, Ramey was good last night until he couldn't hit a thing in the last whatever. They're still potentially, I think it goes down to the wire. And it, this is the fun part. You get into late. You get into March, there's going to be one and two possession games. I think this goes right down to it. I think it's a great test for Iowa State to see where they're at, have they grown in those environments. This would be their fifth Big 12 road win, right? Or uh, sixth? Sixth. 
Well, that, that's got to be a record. That would tie uh, two years ago. Okay. So then they could break the record on whatever Tuesday when yeah, they go West to Virginia. when they Completely. go to West Virginia. Correct. Man, that would be crazy. Correct. It's crazy to think that they've done that this year, but I don't know. Before we go, we got to get another quick word in from our friends at Carl Chevrolet. It's time to love your new ride at Iowa's number one dealer for all brands, Carl Chevrolet. Right now, all new 2018 Chevy Silverados are up to $12,000 off or get up to $6,000 off new 2018 Equinox models and up to 17% off 2019 Tahoe and Suburbans when financed with GM Financial. Plus, with the largest inventory and selection of new Chevrolets in Iowa, now over 2,100, the selection has never been better to choose from. And with more incentives on all new Chevys than any other dealer in the area, love your new ride from Carl Chevrolet. Find new roads and experience why more Iowans drive a Chevy from Carl Chevrolet or find details and pricing online 24 hours a day at carlchevrolet.com. Carl Chevrolet, I-35, exit 90 in Ankeny at The Rock. Just about a three-minute drive away from the district venue in Ankeny where we are right now waiting the arrival of our special guests at the Cyclone Fanatic tailgate party, or recruiting party, excuse me, not the tailgate party. Come hang out with us. Have some beers. Have some food. It's going to be a good night, Brent Bloom. I'm excited. I'm ready to get this over with so we can have some fun. I'm ready to give not a that picture this has to fun with, with you. With uh, Lon Fanning. The, Tom. Speaking of which, she's walking in the door right now. You can get your picture taken with him in any, right any minute. He's a former coach of the NFL's uh, Indianapolis Colts. He is. Yeah. He is, as well as uh, Iowa State's recruiting coordinator walking in the door. Man, it's a who's who. It, you might as well get on down here right now at the district venue in Ankeny. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a, a, a wonderful time. I think that our program My starts Jim just bought me a beer. right around 730. So get on out here. Thanks to Mechdyne for being the presenting sponsor of the Cyclone Fanatic Radio Show. Thanks, Brent Bloom, for helping me recast the Blue Chips remake. We get 5%. We deserve it. We'll talk to you guys again next week from 6 to 7 on Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO.